Well, hey there, Heather Carter. How are you hey. doing? I am good. How are you? I'm out of control. <laughs> I, I, I am fresh I just, out. Fresh things, out. Things are going all over the place, right? A lot of great stuff, but a lot of keeping you know busy and just things going on. And and but it's all good, right? I mean, you know, we're in this series of um, you know the letter C, and you know we were thinking about it and control. Wow, we all want to be in control and. You know, the more more I try to be in control, the less control I have. I don't know yeah. about you. What do you think? Yeah, well, I definitely have a couple issues with control, being controlling. Um, you can ask my husband about that, probably get some good insight. In fact, when when my book, this last book, The Soul Selfie, hashtag no filter came out, I had my husband reading through it. And it's really designed for you to read, you know, one or two posts at a time and try to reflect on those but because we were editing, he had to just read through the whole book and he finished and he said, I said, you're done. He's like, yeah, wow. You have some, con I didn't realize how much uh, of an issue you had with control. You write about it. Like every third post is about control. So. So why do you think that is? Why, why, why do we have this obsession with control? Yeah. Well, what do you, how about you go first on that? Well, you know, I, I think that it's, it's uh, sort of handling the unknown or thinking we've got a plan or thinking that, you know, we can figure it out or we know every step it's going to take to get from A to point B. Maybe it's, you know, growing up, it's influenced by our surroundings, you know, our parents, our family, what we saw them do. It looks like they had everything in control. We need to do that. And it, maybe we think it's the one thing in our life that we can actually handle. And yeah. I don't know about you, but if if I'm trying to control it, and I'm learning this over time, right? I also you say, okay, mm -hmm. I'm in control of my goals. I can do this. I'm after it. I've got this all covered. But I had to find out when I had a bam moment. I had to, which is when everything changes after everything's kind mm -hmm. of the same. I had to step out of the driver's seat. And my faith really helped me by reading and understanding that, that God is in control. Yeah. It's so hard to let go of. That's my thinking. It's, I'm kind of conditioned to, it's my responsibility, therefore I have to control it. I think that's a good word. The, you know, well, it's only responsible. It's only the responsible thing to do to try to stay in control of these things. And really, you know, you think that having had leukemia and being very sure that I had no control over the outcome of that, that I would have learned that there's other things that I also can't control. Um, and I kind of missed that part of myself because when I had leukemia, I knew without a shadow of a doubt that I could not control that. And so I did just let go and let God, I, I let God have it. And I didn't try to didn't worry about it. I tried to figure it all out. I just let him be in charge of that. But then I think other things in my life, I've tried to think, well, you know, I can do this. So I don't want to bother God with all my problems. I'll can, I'll take care of this for you. I got this. And then, then things do not go well. <laughs> yeah. It's a great word. You just said bothering God. Mm -hmm. I mean, what is it that someone said to me once, uh, stop telling God, how big your problems are and start telling your problems, how big your God is. I don't think we ever bother him. In that's, fact, that's good. That's, 
like taking things to him is like first step we should do. Right. I, and again, it's sort yes. of this learned thing, right? Because I got to a point where I was in a specific role with the company uh, recently, actually. And it, it was, you know, it just wasn't working. I mean, I, I felt like I was a fish being told to climb a tree. You know, <laughs> the skills I had and the skills required. And I mean, I would have meetings with an executive in our company that I reported to on Friday mornings. And Wednesday morning, Heather, I would just lose it. I, I wouldn't sleep Wednesday night. I wouldn't sleep Thursday night. Mm. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be ready. I'm not going to be prepared. And it was just eating at me. Mm. And I just stopped one morning and I said, God, I, I, I please, this has to be yours. I mean, I, I can't. You've told us to bring anything, anything, and you you have the master plan. You and you know that next morning, I got a phone call from another executive within the company who asked me, "Are you happy in this role you're in? Because if you're not, I would like you to come and work in my department." And I went, "Oh my, oh my!" Yeah. <laughs> so is, Look what happens when you actually it, let God take care of things. And just to net it out pretty quickly, I, I turned to this person and I actually said, wow, um, I hope this is okay to say this, but I've been praying over this thing because it is eating at me. And she said, and I didn't really know her. She said, well, well, so have I about who I need and what I need in this role. And then I mm -hmm. said, well, what do we do about this meeting I have on Friday where, you know, I'm reporting to this other person. And she said to me, that's been taken care of. I've already talked to you. So bothering God with my issue was yeah. like, okay, he's now, <laughs> he should always have been first call guy, right? right? Like, <laughs> help me yeah. out. But anyway, you know, so sometimes that control is like letting go because I've found that if I'm planning something, eh, sometimes it goes pretty good. But when he is, it always does. And yeah. It's and the bothering God is not, I mean, it's it's kind of a comical thought because he's so much further ahead and sees ahead of where things are that when by the time we come to him, he's like, finally, took you long enough. You know, yeah. he's been working on it probably before it dawns on us that we can be involved in this thing. I remember, I don't know if you know the comedian Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, sure. Love him so much. Um, he has... Or I, well, he has. I listened to his station, and then Kathleen Madigan is on there, and she's a uh, Catholic person, and so she talk has a whole bit called uh, "Bothering Jesus," and she talks about how her family would always be like, "Oh, don't bother Jesus with that," you know, go talk to his mom or something <laughs> instead. Pray to his mom because Jesus doesn't need to be bothered with all your little shenanigans. But he, God, wants us to bother him because he's he's way in control ahead of our when we come to him, I, I believe, but it shows that we are looking to him and trusting him and asking for his help. And that is what he warms his heart. I think. Yeah. There's some guys that I spend some time with on Wednesday nights. And one of the gentlemen that's in this group is 92 years old. Mm -hmm. He's like, you know, the, when he speaks, we're done. When, when this gentleman speaks, he's like, okay, now who's going to go after him? Nobody wants to. Not me. One of the things he always says is, is to, to let go, to lean in, to become the person that God has intended us to be, all that he's intended us to be. And 
And we can't do that alone. We, we can't have control and, and, and expect to, to, to be there because the plan is bigger than us. The, the power is greater than us. The, the curing, the healing, all the, all the acts that we see um, are so much bigger than us that to think that we're in control right. is, is something that's, you know, it's a challenge though, right? I mean, we talked about it at the very beginning here is that it's something that we're kind of brought up to feel like we need to be. They, you know, out of control is, has whole kinds of different meanings, right? Yes. So, um, you know, we talked about it. I am totally depleted of control. I have no control left. My tank for control is empty. I, I right. am out of control kind of as we started, I started with this, but, um, you know, what are some things that you think that, that we can do to kind of become, you know, like aware of that and to say, okay, mm-hmm. you know, stop all the controlling and kind of, instead of trying to make things happen, sometimes mm-hmm. we things happen. Right. Or so what are some thoughts you have about that? I'd love right. To well, I have a few F words for you. <laughs> and, um, one of them is, I think, first of all, we have to stop faking like we, we have control because when things happen, like when I had le- got leukemia, for example, I knew that I had that I couldn't control that and I was devastated. But what I realized was I wasn't in control of anything yesterday either. I just pretended that I was. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in control of if my kids were behaving or if my um, job was you know, secure, all that stuff. It just was for that day. And so I just pretended like I was in control of it, but I wasn't. So we have to stop faking like we're under in control. Okay. We have yeah. to stop, so fake. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Force, stop forcing a solution for things because we want to have it our way. And kind of along that same line is that we stop. One of the words I try to use as little as possible is figure it out or phrases. I will figure this out. We're going to figure this out which usually ends up in me forcing a solution. You know, really, if we're leaning into what God has for us, it's usually when hard doesn't do it, easy often does. You know, it it tends to be a smoother thing when God is involved. If we have to figure it out and force a solution, it usually means that's probably we're trying to control something so that it ends up, the result is what we want. And we're not letting God have a say at all. So figure it out, fake and force. Okay, what else you got for me for an F words? You don't even want to know all the F words. That I <laughs> no, we can't say those. But we can't uh, say those words. But um, if you watch the movie Bad Moms, like I talked about, you can hear some of those words. Yeah. No, I think that's so. Um, so my visual on that is um, I have an older brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's about three years older than I am, and the most mechanically. Uh, visually solution-based guy I've ever met. I mean, at seven years old, I remember him disassembling lawnmower engines, putting the parts and then getting it all back together and getting it to work. I mean, that's, and I was four and he was seven. Um, And the difference between my brother and I is he fixes things and I break things. And I usually break things because I'm forcing it. I didn't have the right tool to take the bolt off, so I snapped it. uh, I, I didn't have the patience to read the instructions, so up something happened where I put some bolt in backwards or something like that. And it's all because I wanted to force it. I wanted it to happen fast. Mm, fast. Yep, and I wanted to figure it out. So fast is also, man, you know, patience. Patience and control yes. to me also kind of go 
together. And man, that's, that's one of my, anybody that knows me will know that I am not patient about it working out because I know God has the plan for me. My challenge is waiting for that to happen. And I heard a sermon recently of T.D. Jakes, who Mm -hmm. said, God is not preparing blessings for you. They have been prepared, his point. He's preparing you to be ready to receive them. And it's like, oh, okay, now <laughs> let me let me push the pause button on patience and let go of my patience. And it's really helped me, but it's a struggle. Yeah. Right? We we want, even if we let go of control, we say, okay, but but okay, so so now I want I, I need it now, right? Answer that now for me. I let let's go, right? Yeah. It'll work that way. Well, I think you know what we were talking about, how I know sometimes it sounds like just a little phrase like you would find in the Christian bookstore on a magnet or something is let go and let God. Or I used to have a poster of that, like a little kitten, you know, in my room. But I had no idea. I was 10. I had no idea what that meant. And more recently, I'm in um, different programs and um, podcasts and readings that I do reminding me to let go and let God. And the important part is the let God part, because sometimes we just let it go. Oh, I'm just going to let it go, let it go. That's the the phrase. But you have to let God have it so he can do with it what he needs to do. And instead, I spend a lot of times kind of wrestling it back out of his hands and taking it back, and taking it back and taking it back. So sometimes that letting go is, you know, something you have to repeat over and over. But that's the key part of that phrase is the letting God. Yeah. You know, in, in my, my scenario of this meeting and I was petrified every Friday mm-hmm. and I get this phone call. I mean, I said, God, please take it. And yeah. You, you I gave said, it to him. And before you had a chance to take it back, luckily he did yeah. something. He was able to do something. It was just a lesson. And, and now did it, did I have what the solution would be? I was, I just knew that I was kind of at a place where I didn't know whether to go right or to go left or go straight or, or what to do. And then when I ended up talking to the executive that I was reporting to at the time, he, he said, you know, no, I, I, I can tell. And, you know, I, we, we needed to have this conversation anyway. And man, the, the vulnerability to have that versus, you know, stepping into every meeting with every dot, every I dotted and every T crossed, yeah. you know, I felt like that's how I could have some yeah. sense of control. This is how I'm prepared. I'm ready to go. Yeah. And, um, you know, like I said, and you're faking I, it. And, and like we said, to a degree, you know, because I, I was absolutely forcing it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, as we, as we kind of come to wrap up the conversation about control, um, any kind of recommendation, someone kind of to let go and then I'll, I'll, um, I'll wrap up with our word. So, so some final thoughts on control. Well, you know, I think I'd love to hear kind of your acrostic, uh, on control. I'm sure you have at least one of them. But and I would say if you feel like you are a person who struggles with that and want to identify with someone else who is um, also struggles, but is doing what she can, I would recommend reading my book because apparently there's a lot of examples in there (laughs) of people trying to control things that are out of their control. So the soul selfie hashtag no filter was the specific one that has been noticed this kind of pattern. But you know, I, I think awareness is the first step to getting better. So yeah. tell me your control. Uh, yeah, you know, remember it. a couple things, right? There's wanting to control and then feeling like everything is out of control. So mm-hmm. those are kind of two things, right? One is a desire to hold on 
And the other is a feeling that no matter what I grab onto, everything's flailing, right? And that's where I kind of landed was the second image of that. And I wrote, when everything seems out of control, find some this way. So the C is calm your breathing, like slow down, mm-hmm. pause, take a moment, inhale deeply, you know, just, just kind of focus on kind of your anatomy, right? Focus on the, the engine that's running in your body. And that is calm your breathing. The O is offer thanks for something. I mean, you might be in this tailspin of chaoticism, if that's even a word, but find something to be grateful for in that moment of the chaos. That's what I kind of had to do in that in that job situation. I had to say, well, you know, I'm respected here. Maybe it is just a wrong fit. Maybe, you know, let's so kind of kind of offer thanks for something. And I'm grateful that I have this. The end is now let go of fear. Right. Sometimes control or things being out of control helps does does create an awful, awful lot of fear in in mm-hmm. what the outcome might be. So T, take a step back. You know, breathe, take a step back, you know, look over the ledge, you know, you're okay, everything's going to be all right, just take a step back. Refuse to panic is the R, right? Panic is an enemy, just, just, it's going to be all right. Just, just, right. just believe that, right? Open to possibilities, you know, I'm trying to go through this wall. Maybe I'm trying to control so hard to go through this wall that the easy paths go through a window or go around, right? So, so uh, open up to possibilities. And the L is loosen your grip. I mean, one thing, one thing when you're in control, things do tighten up or you're trying, that's my golf grip right there, but you're trying to, to hold things so tightly. So that's what I'd say about, about control. That's a good one. Yeah. I love that. Loosen your grip. Cause we all have, there are certain things we have to plan. We don't just throw caution to the wind, but we hold it loosely. Cause one God's things, got it. One of the things in every plan is God's got this. I'm not in this plan by myself and seeking right. guidance and being prayerful and being quiet and being around others that are believers that can encourage you and lift you up also kind of for me makes me believe I don't, I don't have to be completely in control. It does take more than just me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for sharing and uh, yeah, we'll tune back in next time with probably another C word. We'll see how far we go. Got a few more to go. Good to see you, Heather. We'll talk soon. Take care. Bye everybody.